0: Welcome to the Powerful Decisions Podcast. I'm your host, Meg Gluckman. I'm a life and business coach who loves helping my clients find ease and confidence around making decisions. Every episode, you'll learn the thought work tools I teach my clients for clear and easy decision making. I'll also share real life examples from my life and from my clients where powerful decisions created more of what we want in our lives. Time to stop sitting in indecision or second guessing our decisions. Let's get to making powerful decisions. Hello, my friends. Welcome back. It's just me today. And I wanted to share some thoughts that I have about self confidence. It's something that I work with all of my clients on, no matter what they come to me for. Some of my clients come to me because they're looking for help building their business. Some folks come because they're working on relationships. Increasingly, I'm working a lot with divorced moms who want to thrive post-divorce in all areas of their life, in their parenting, in their relationship with their co-parent, in their financial situation, in their career, and just kind of in how they manage their time, and schedule their weeks out. No matter who I'm working with, we always hit on self-confidence. Sometimes it's directly that we're talking about it, and sometimes it's just an underlying current, because self-confidence influences how we move through the world. It influences our decisions. When we feel more self-confident, and I'll intertie here that I don't have a good distinction between self-confidence and self-trust. I think they're so interrelated, as is self-love. So we'll just bring that into the mix as well. I think of self-confidence as oftentimes the courage to do things that make us feel a little bit uncomfortable or are totally new to us. I think of self-trust as having our own backs, no matter how things go in our lives, And I think of self-love as just compassion and grace for ourselves, even when we're flubbing around, even when we're making mistakes or, you know, things don't go how we had hoped that they would go. And we just have a lot of self-love for ourselves. They're so interrelated, right? But I'm going to just use the word self-confidence today to to share some tools with you and some reflections that I have having worked with so many people now through coaching. So when I think of self-confidence, I am really thinking of when we are more self-confident, we tend to make decisions much faster. We tend to not wait for a hundred percent certainty. We tend to be willing to take a risk that, um, you know, the kind of like 80-20 rule, like, okay, maybe this is good enough. I have a coach who says 51%, I'm 51% sure this is a good decision, I'm gonna move forward on it. When we have more self-confidence, we're more willing to take action and learn from it as opposed to just staying with status quo. I think when we have more self-confidence, we feel less worried, we feel less anxious, And we feel less confused, which is a beautiful thing. Folks that are more self-confident are gonna be willing to risk rejection. They're gonna be willing to ask somebody out or ask for a raise at work. They're gonna be um, bolder in how they market their business. They're going to take chances that somebody may not like how they act or what they say, but they're gonna take a chance and put out their voice out into the world a little bit more, whether it's at a PTA meeting, you know, whether it's at work, whether it's to their partner. What's interesting about taking action when we have more self-confidence is that we actually move towards more experiences where it's even more likely that not everybody is going to be pleased with us. When we lack self-confidence, we want to stay in status quo. We want to stay as safe as possible and to try to control how other people around us are going to react to us. When we have a lot of self-confidence, we're willing to step out there and disappoint people. We're willing for them not to agree with everything that we're doing. So there's a lot of benefits to having self-confidence because we're taking action towards the things that we want to create in our lives, the things that we want more of in our lives. But how do we build self-confidence if we don't feel super confident? And usually there's places in our lives where we feel more confident than others. So we might feel super confident as a parent, but not as someone in our career. Or we might feel super confident talking to our neighbors or talking to people in the grocery store, but we don't feel confident asking somebody out. So we're really talking about how do we generate more self-confidence in the areas of our lives that we don't feel like we're very confident right now. We can build more self-confidence when we talk to ourselves differently about our past and about the things that we're currently doing. So this is really interesting. Sometimes folks think that, well, I have to do these big, bold things in my life in order to build self-confidence. And yes, it can help put us in a different brain space when we take big chances and we take massive action. And It's not the external thing that actually makes us feel more self-confident. It's how we talk to ourselves about it. So I'll give you the example of two people run a marathon and let's say both of them, for whatever reason, have to walk the last five miles of the race. One of them might say some pretty negative things to themselves about how I should have trained harder or I messed up or I didn't drink enough water or I should. the other person might say, oh my gosh, I finished a marathon. I have things I want to learn from it to do differently next time, but I am so proud of myself that I signed up for this, that I trained for it, that I showed up and that I did it. And it didn't go exactly how I thought it might go But I am so proud of myself for how I just kept my back and I just kept at it and I did the best that I could. So it is not the marathon that determines how self-confident they feel. It is how they talk to themselves about it. Similarly to doing a marketing strategy and what kind of response you get back from a marketing strategy. It's not that you send 10 emails that determines whether you build self-confidence. It's how you talk to yourself about those emails. It's not whether or not you get up and do a hour long keynote, you know, in front of a hundred people that determines your self-confidence. It's how you talk to yourself about that. All right. So I'm going to give you three strategies for building self-confidence by changing Something about how we talk to ourselves. First strategy I have is to change a story that we have about our past. And I've talked about this in many different episodes before, but I always love to bring it back because there's no end to how useful this can be. A story that I have worked on quite a bit has been my divorce story. And a particular part of that story was how we came to the parenting plan that we ended up agreeing to. And for a long time, I had a story that I had messed up, that I had agreed to things that weren't in my best interest, weren't in my kid's best interest. I didn't have a lot of confidence in myself for being able to be in that kind of situation and make those decisions again. And I have worked on retelling that story now to a place where I tell myself or I talk to myself about that version of me five years ago was dealing with so much uncertainty in her life that was grieving the end of the marriage, that was worried about her kids, worried about her future, worried about her financial situation. And she made the best decisions that she could. And when I tell that story, I think of her as a hero. I think of her as someone who had a great challenge in front of her and she met it and she figured out a way through and she problem solved and she got super duper resourceful, kick-ass resourceful, and I'm so proud of her. So I invite you to look for a story that you might be telling yourself right now something in your past that you tell in a certain way, okay? Now, you might not be talking about this out loud to anyone. You might just be reiterating the story in your own mind. See if there is a new way that you can tell yourself that story. Can you tell it in a way that you were a hero? Can you tell it in a way that you were super resourceful? that you problem-solved, that you were doing the best that you could given the resources and the knowledge that you had at that time. And if we can change these negative stories that we have about ourselves, this will influence the self-confidence that we have about ourselves today. Okay, strategy number two, connect with a story where you overcame an obstacle or were very brave. So Think about, and this can be all the way back to childhood, where you overcome some some gigantic obstacle. The first one that comes to mind for me in the woods <laughs> with a team from the Vermont Youth Conservation Corps. And it was our job to work on trail building in a state park and building bridges um, across this bog that was there. And the whole summer to me is a story of overcoming obstacles and doing really hard things. But one weekend while we were there, our leaders decided we would climb this mountain that was close by to where we were camping for the summer. It was my job to carry these extra bags of water in my backpack so that we could cook our dinner at the summit. I wanna say it was like five gallons, so it would have been like 40 pounds. That was a lot to carry up this mountain. And it was very hard for me to do it. And I remember feeling so proud of myself when I got up there and had carried it all the way up without taking it off, without asking somebody else to carry it. I was so proud of myself. So this strategy is about connecting with the times in our lives where we have overcome obstacles, where we have been brave, where we have been strong, where we have been resourceful, and just reminding our brain of that version of us. Our brain has such a negativity bias. It's a, it's a healthy human brain that is always on the lookout for what could go wrong. So when we are trying to build our self-confidence and remember our strength and our courage and our resourcefulness. We have to intentionally cultivate that in our brain. We have to intentionally sprinkle that. All right, let's go on to the third strategy for developing self-confidence. I guess it's a practice too. I mean, all of these are practices. they are things that we don't necessarily do just once, but that we can keep coming back to to increase our self-confidence. So the third strategy is to build a list of 10 things that you are celebrating about yourself right now. I think of this as like a cheerleading list, right? Like if it was your job to be your own cheerleader to celebrate what's going on, to just praise yourself for where you are being courageous, for where you're taking chances, for where you're trying something new, what would be on that list? I always love thinking of a toddler who's learning to walk and their parents are sitting there completely encouraging right? Like completely excited, completely supportive, no matter how many times the baby falls down and tries it again, they're there and they are just celebrating every step, every time they can pull themselves up on the coffee table, every time they take one step while holding onto a chair, and then they take a step with only one hand on a chair, and then they take a step, you know, completely on their own, but fall down instantly, Like the parents are there just like cheering that baby on. And that's what we want to create for ourselves. Can we create some unencumbered, 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 (laughs) that word sounds weird in my mouth, unencumbered praise and celebration for ourselves about where we are just kicking ass in our lives right now. So I challenge you to come up with a list of 10 things. And again, this is a practice. You could do this every day for a week if you want it. And I promise you, you would feel differently about yourself if you did. So to close, I want to bring up one flag that sometimes I hear clients raise, which is, well, I don't want to feel too good about myself. Like if I feel too proud of what I'm doing, then aren't I going to be arrogant? And boastful. And what I want to offer is an image of a a spectrum. You know, imagine just a line. This is our self-image line. And all the way on the left end of the line is shame. And this is where we don't feel good about ourselves at all, that we demean ourselves, that we um, put ourselves down, that we think we are not worthy when we're living with a lot of shame. The other end of the self-image spectrum here or line, the right side would be arrogance, right? Where we believe or hubris, where we believe that we are better than other people, right? That we have this like boastful sense that, you know, our head is too big for our shoulders kind of thing. In the middle of the self-image spectrum here is self-confidence. We don't need to think that we're better than anybody else, and we don't need to think that we're unworthy. We can just believe that we are good and whole, as human as we are, and love ourselves for all of the challenges that we have, love ourselves for our courage and our willingness to try new things, and our willingness to stand up for things that we believe in, and we can just be self-confident. And it's actually independent of anyone else. It's all about our relationship with ourselves. So I'm going to end there. And just as a reminder, we build self-confidence when we talk to ourselves differently about our past, about our present, and about our future. And if this is something that you really want to cultivate more of in your life and you want support doing it, reach out. I would love to work with you on building your self-confidence in whichever area of your life feels the most important to you. You can click on the show notes or come over to Instagram and click on my link there and book a free coaching consult call. And we can talk about self-confidence and we can talk about what you want to be doing in your life right now that you're not doing and how increased self-confidence could help you get there. All right, y'all. Have a wonderful, wonderful week and I'll talk to you again soon. So glad that you are listening to and enjoying the podcast, but this is just an appetizer. There is a full six course meal waiting for you. And the way to tap into it is to sign up for a free coaching consult with me. We'll spend an hour together talking about where you want to be in six months from now. We'll talk about your goals. We'll talk about the obstacles you see in your way. We'll talk about how you make decisions right now and how a new version of you in six months is gonna be making decisions. And you'll get to experience what it's like to get coached by me in person. So when you are ready, I want you to take some action and sign up for a free coaching consult. The link is in my show notes and also on my website, meggluckman.com.